On this edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast, we check in with former North Carolina Tar Heels linebacker Joseph Jackson. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? Good, man. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you got some got, got a little time to chat with us real quick? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Let's talk. All right, man. Yeah, so, um, I mean, you know, I, I think a lot of people kind of know a little bit about the story, you know, of, of kind of what happened, but kind of just explain to us, um, you know, the, the nature of what happened with the injury um, during the South Carolina game because, you know, we really didn't get – uh, you know, a, a ton of information on it from Coach Fedora, who we know, you know, kind of likes to keep injuries under wraps. Yeah, absolutely. So, essentially what happened is the condition was called spinal stenosis. And because of that, it, it caused me to have a bulging disc. So, long story short, um, throughout spring ball, actually, I had been experiencing quite a bit of pain in my neck, and I kind of just thought it was, you know, one of those little nicking, nagging injuries because it was kind of in my trap area. And, of course, it, it wasn't as significant because uh, in spring, I mean, it was only, what, three practices a day, maybe a Saturday scrimmage or something like that. Right. Um, so I kind of just pushed through it, fought through it, uh, tried to ice it, tried to get some type of, you know, massage treatment or cupping for it. And while some of that kind of, I guess, mastered a tad bit, it was still much very there. And as we kind of progressed into the season to training camp um, and into the first game, I really began to feel it a lot. And it, it really got to be uh, more of a nuisance, more of a problem for me. So fast forward, we get into the first game and uh, we're making full contact. This is our first time actually competing against some really good opponents. And um, I mean, just hit after hit after hit after hit. It gets worse and worse and worse. And it gets to a point at halftime where um, – I'm kind of like, whoa! Do I need to go get a Do I need to go get a, a cortisone shot? Like this is hurting pretty bad. And I, I keep fighting through it. And eventually, we get to the end of the game, and I'm getting back on the bus. And my arm is in excruciating pain. I can't. It's, it's to the point now to where I can't even lift up my arm. Oh man! And it was kind of. It was kind of at that point where I knew something was wrong with me. Um, and we went into the next day for you know treatments and just kind of follow ups on that Sunday, and. Um, uh, I had the doctor check it out, Dr. Sioke, and he definitely could tell something was wrong. So immediately from there, we started scheduling different appointments to see specialists, and uh, that's kind of when I got the news. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's just unbelievable. And, uh, you know, I mean, we, I mean, that's just sensational then that you were actually able to somehow beat those guys out in camp, and you actually were the starter for that game against South Carolina. Um, you know, so, I mean, you talked about, you know, finding out, um, I mean, kind of what, what was your initial reaction and, you know, kind of how long did it just take you to kind of come to terms with the fact that you weren't going to be able to play football anymore? Uh, I get that question all the time. Um, so, so uh, to be honest with you, I mean, I went, and it was kind of crazy because I went to the specialist office, um, right down the street, actually, and I, and I got to speak with him. And kind of just on the ride there, I was with our head athletic trainer at the time. His name was um, Kenny, Kenny Boyd. And uh, we were driving down, and I just kind of had this thought in the back of my mind, you know, what if I get in this office and this doctor tells me that I can't play football anymore? How am I going to react? How is my life going to be changed? You know, what's next if, if this if this happens? And it kind of was crazy because I had that forethought. And um, sure enough, I got into the office, and we really started diving into the details. We go through the MRI, and it looks bad. And uh, sure enough, after he kind of concludes his report, he tells me, he says, Joe, you know, to be honest with you, I don't recommend that you play football anymore. And at that point, it was kind of like, whoa, I just kind of like sunk down in my chair. 
And on the entire ride back to the stadium and back to the school, I just was thinking to myself, you know, what is life going to be about or what is life going to be like after this? Because you got to think, for us, at the time of student athletes, I mean, we've been playing ball for, you know, 15, 14 years. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's really all we knew. Um, but but to be honest with you, it was I'll be honest, it was a it was a very smooth transition. I, I'll be honest with you. Um, I think one of the things that just made it so smooth was me being able to find my identity in God. If I'm just being very honest with you, I mean, it really allowed me to see myself as more than just a football player. It allowed me to see myself as an athlete, but also as um, someone who could academically excel as well and do pretty good in the in the regular world. Yeah, so man. While it did have its challenges, its trials, it really was a smooth transition because I knew who I really was at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, and uh, you know, I, I mean, it definitely seems to be working out. So, yeah, uh, you know, where, where are you at now? What are you kind of doing now that you've uh, kind of stepped away and uh, you de- you have graduated from uh, from UNC, correct? Yes, I did. I graduated in uh, May 16. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So. Uh, Yes, definitely uh, proud and, uh, you know, just great to see that you're doing well. So, yeah, we've kind of been focusing a little bit more somber. um, But, I mean, definitely just uh, walk us through the emotions when you found out, man, that uh, Coach Fedora was going to start you for that first game of the year against South Carolina, which was a big opponent for us. Um, You know, I mean, just kind of walk us through what you were feeling. Yeah, it was a cra- it was crazy um, when I got the news just because it had been something that I had been working for so hard. I had been fighting for that entire year and the year before. And um, just to really see all of that hard work manifest, it was crazy. It was, it was an emotion that I really can't describe. To be honest, I was in disbelief for a while. Yeah, I mean. Because, yeah, just because it seemed like I had been trying to climb this mountain and, and fight this giant for so long. And, hey, I actually wound up winning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, and then, of course, you know, that season ends up becoming really a historic season. Um, you know, d- despite the fact of not being able to be on the field, I know you were with the team. Um, you know, just ha- how exciting was that for, for you guys and really just for the team in general uh, to be able to put up 11 wins and, and go to, uh, you know, the Russell Athletic Bowl and at a time, uh, you know, coming into the ACC title game, you know, having a chance to possibly be in the college football playoff. It was crazy, believe it or not. It was so crazy. I mean, because literally the year before that, we won maybe like five or six games. And, uh, I mean, to be honest, we took the same group of players and literally went. I mean, it, it, it was just indescribable to, to really, really put in words what happened that year. We all really gelled. Um, and just being able to see a lot of those guys develop, you know, like Jeff Schopper and Shaq Rashad and right. just a lot of the leaders we saw on that team you know, step into their roles. It, it was crazy. And to be honest, we, we did it. We did have a shot at the college playoff. And um, it was it was just a fun ride. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. It was a fun ride. Well, it's got to be a fun ride with those guys that you got right there, man. Jeff Schottmer and, and, and Shaq Rashad, man. Those are two characters right there. Um, you know, just talk about, you know, that, that group of linebackers that you guys had there and just the bond that you guys have. Yeah, believe it or not, so it extended so much further than just the field. I mean, we were all friends off the field, constantly laughing, constantly joking. But also, there were plenty of times where we were helping each other with our work as well. So it, it was a connection that extended much further than that. And to be honest, me and, me and Shaq are from the same home city. 
Right. We're both from, yeah, we're both from Jacksonville, Florida, so we knew each other before coming to Carolina. And um, it's kind of been an ongoing relationship. I actually just talked to him maybe like four nights ago. He was kind of <laughs> telling me his deal and his situation in life now and all that he's doing and excelling in. So it's always great to chat with them and catch up as well. Yeah, man. So, uh, I mean, you just talked about it. You're from Jacksonville. That's an area really that's coming along in terms of high school football. You know, just when you were there, did you see that sort of growth that w- that was coming? And you know, I mean, the Tar Heels have really focused in that area. Um, you know, is is that you know, I, I don't know, is that something that you know you you were proud of that being from there? Absolutely. So Jacksonville, um, and it's kind of been always this stigma about North Florida. You know, everybody kind of always wanted to go to South Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and get athletes. But over the past, I would say, you know, eight years, North Florida has really come into place. You see so many programs developing. I mean, at the time, I, I went to First Coast High School. I mean, we reached the state playoffs my year. Um, Trinity Christian is a, a really big school down there now. Mm-hmm. A lot of times playing a lot of national games, national teams winning. Uh, Reigns High School actually just won a state championship down there in Jacksonville, Florida. So it's a city that's definitely on the rise with a lot of programs or that are really giving young kids an opportunity to go to school. Yeah, okay, so uh, last question to wrap it up here. We've been asking all these different guys this this question. I've had a couple of guys on, and we've heard what Joel Berry said, uh, you know, a little while ago that, you know, he doesn't consider NC State our rival. Being that you are part of UNC Athletics and that you have played in both rivalries before, uh, do you consider State to be a rival, or do you think that Duke is our only rival, like Joel Berry says? <sighs> okay, so this is a great question. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, it's hard hitting on here, man. You thought this was going to be easy, man. You gotta, you gotta be, you know. <laughs> this is a great question. Um, I will say that that while we, while there is some tension with State. You know, it's always some tension when it's an in-state game, whether it be ECU, NC State, Duke, um, or App. I will say that Duke is by far our rival at Carolina. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought, and that's that's kind of been the consensus. I mean, I asked uh, Jay Stackhouse, and he said, yeah, the, that state's an afterthought. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, man. Hey, uh, thanks for doing this, and, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to have you on sometime uh, after this, and we'll definitely keep tabs on you, man. We're glad you're doing so well, and, uh, you know, I, I'm just uh, glad that we are able to sit down and uh, definitely, yeah, just keep uh, hitting me up on Messenger, and we'll be talking throughout the season, man, all right? All right, sounds good. You take care of it, okay? All right, you too, man. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.